Robonomics with Robohub, the podcast for news and views on robotics. Hi and welcome to the RoboHub podcast. In today's episode, one of our newest team members, interviewer Lily Clark, a PhD student at USC, explores robot economics with Alexander Kapitanov from St. Petersburg in Russia. Professor Kapitanov and his team at the Autonomous Intelligent Robot Agent Lab, or IRA Lab for short, work on a Robonomics platform which is essentially an Ethereum network infrastructure for cyber-physical systems integration into smart cities and Industry 4.0. This allows robot and system integration directly into economies. Lily talked to Professor Kapitanov about his work on the Robonomics platform, the advantages of using a blockchain-based platform for this, use cases including a fully autonomous vending machine, and the Robonomics technology stack. Welcome to RoboHub's podcast. Hi, everybody. Would you uh, introduce yourself? Yep, definitely. Uh, my name is Alexander Kapitanov, and uh, I'm associate professor in Itmo University in Russia. And uh, also, I'm working with the uh, very interesting topic as distributed ledger technologies and robots together. I'm trying to com- combine it together and uh, make it possible uh, the work in the economical sphere uh, of the robots autonomously. That's what I'm doing right now, and uh, I'm ready to explain more details. <laughs> Great. Um, so your background is as a roboticist, correct? So how did you find yourself getting involved in economics? Oh, um, that's actually uh, the funny story. Uh, I'm working in robotics field already uh, 10 years and uh, working with the students uh, just uh, i think uh, something like uh, the last six years and uh, before uh, i started with the control theory and um, i uh, made some uh, small mobile robots uh, some uh, applications for computer vision and uh, uh, additional services uh, for data analysis but uh, all during all this way uh, I discussed my ideas and my work with my friend uh, Sergei Lanshakov he is one of the uh, co-founder of the project uh, that's uh, what I'm talking about the uh, technology technology for communication for robotics uh, and uh, the economical applications for robots. And uh, he worked with uh, 
Bitcoin uh, since uh, 2009 and uh, he got the good results uh, with uh, some programming applications with the cryptocurrency and so on and so on and uh, going deeper in the technological stack of the distributed technologies and just uh, four years ago uh, we met together and just uh, discuss uh, some uh, f futuristic scenarios uh, like when the robots serving itself and uh, maybe how to make uh, the autonomous vending machine. Is it possible or not? Because uh, uh, right now when you are working with a vending machine, you should uh, make the uh, product delivery and uh, uh, loading it inside and you should pay for the uh, some taxes for the electricity for the rent um, but all those processes can be automized in my view and uh, after that discussion uh, we decide uh, we decided that uh, it's possible to make a uh, fully autonomous process uh, for the uh, robotic system or uh, we are starting with a winding machine in our ideas uh, for uh, include in the automation economical all economical interaction with the distributed ledger technologies with the cryptocurrency because uh, in cryptocurrency, everybody and uh, everything uh, can uh, have a open wallet. It doesn't matter uh, you're a person or a thing for the blockchain and cryptocurrency. It doesn't matter. That's mean uh, that the robot right now or autonomous machine uh, can make the economical interaction with the external world, with the humans, with the other machines, with the services, or uh, even the information uh, and analytics services to uh, understand what what goods. Uh, will be uh, best uh, for the next month, for example, if we are talking about vending machine. So that's the way how we uh, found that idea. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, so in this example where you have this, say, fully autonomous vending machine, so an, a, a normal traditional vending machine is owned by someone, right? And when the money goes into the vending machine, it then gets collected later by whoever it is that owns the vending machine. If it's a fully autonomous process, um, when transactions, when one-way transactions of people purchasing whatever it is that the, the autonomous agent is providing, how does that, um, how does that like money re-enter the economy? Uh. Uh, okay, I get the idea. Uh, look at this. Uh, every um, 
vending machine need to serve itself. I mean, uh, pay taxes, pay rent, pay for the electricity, and uh, but right now it's uh, made by owner, but it can be made by uh, the vending machine itself. Uh, the, actually, uh, the renting uh, all the services it's uh, one way to uh, make, make or organize uh, the circuit of the money in in the economy but uh, right now uh, it's not necessary uh, to put the money there uh, just for the machine uh, it can be owned by someone who wants who made it who organized the process and uh, he will earn the money yeah, it was uh, some uh, example uh, during the um, presentation of uh, w one of the presentation of Tesla, and somebody uh, asked Elon Musk uh, if we 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 can suppose uh, the next situation that the uh, autonomous autonomous car will be on the road. Uh, I don't need to drive uh, to drive it, and uh, for example, I. Can I connect my uh, Tesla to the Uber service? And what I will do in that situation? And uh, Elon Musk answered something like this, not, not the uh, just d direct citation, but uh, the sense. You, you can just sit on the sofa and earn the money <laughs> because uh, your Tesla will work uh, for you. <laughs> You're just uh, going to the work, for example, and uh, another uh, just other time your machine working for yourself. <laughs> That's a funny situation, and uh, this situation can be uh, with the vending machine and all other robots uh, in the global economy. It's just the opportunity to organize the sharing. Uh, economy directly with the robots. So, what advantages does um, does having direct interaction with the robots via uh, cryptocurrencies or blockchain? How how is that an advantage over the economic system that we have now? Uh, at first, uh, use. I think uh, that question should be a little bit wider, uh, not just a direct uh, economical communication between human uh, and machines and machines to machines, uh, but uh, what advantages of the technological stack, uh, what's uh, proposed by uh, peering technologies, peer-to-peer -peer technologies. Uh, and in, in my uh, in my sense, at first, it's uh, transparency, uh, the most important thing. Uh, the next, it's uh, uh, trustless uh, creating the trustless uh, area where uh, everybody can uh, interact with. Uh, each other uh, with the economical mechanism. Yes. You are uh, renting the work or you are making the order 
and paying for that and uh, the market mechanism uh, it has a lot of uh, reputational uh, things or some uh, ranking possibilities to put uh, all the participants in the right points on the into the right rank and uh, of course uh, right now the banking system uh, the banks uh, controlling all, all the money flow cash flows uh, between the countries uh, and uh, between the uh, humans uh, and and there are blockchain technology and uh, the distributed ledger technologies uh, make possible uh, to communicate uh, without any borders without any mediators without any reviewers of your tran transactions your transactions of course uh, it can be uh, transparent but uh, we are creating the uh, zero trust environment where everybody can participate i think uh, this is uh, uh, it's a more free most important uh, ideas uh, what and uh, advantages of uh, that technology so you bring up um, no borders and no mediators as benefits of this technology. Uh, earlier, you mentioned that this hypothetical autonomous vending machine would be um, paying taxes. Who would that be to and how, or how how would you get governments involved in this if that's something that you foresee happening? Uh, actually, right now, uh, there is a several uh, projects. Uh, existing uh, and our colleagues uh, working uh, on that uh, in that area uh, and try to think how uh, the governance uh, can be involved uh, in that process uh, for example uh, there is a one project called robotic governance from uh, Dominic Bozel uh, he is uh, ex-vice uh, president of KUKA and right now he is working in FESTA, in FESTA company, uh, as I got. Uh, and here uh, proposing uh, ideas uh, how the government sh should, uh, should be involved or uh, maybe control some aspects of the, that communication. Uh, and uh, our technological stack uh, make it possible to organize uh, the some description uh, or some standards of the communication between such systems uh, if we are talking about industry for example uh, to you you can just uh, write the smart contract uh, and the communication standard where will be a description of some business processes and some business logic and uh, inside that smart contract 
what placed in the blockchain in the distributed ledger uh, <clears throat> can be placed in this smart contract and the taxes can be included just in the uh, this communication standard. Can you walk us through your technological stack? Yes, of course. Uh, I can uh, give you a brief uh, description of the technology, what we use. Uh, the first one, uh, as I mentioned before, it's Ethereum blockchain, uh, distributed ledger technology. Uh, with the Ethereum virtual machine that uh, make, makes possible to uh, write own smart contracts with a description of the business logic uh, of the process and the simple calculation uh, inside. Uh, this is the first pillar of the technological stack. The next one, it's a robot operating system. Uh, the robot operating system, it's a, a common framework for the robot programming. There is a lot of uh, additional packages for solving uh, different tasks, uh, beginning from the manipulators control and uh, some drivers uh, of the uh, motors and actuators of the robot. and uh, Finishing the uh, big uh, problem like navigation, uh, simultaneous localization and mapping, object recognition, and uh, there is a lot of cognitive things inside. This, this is the second uh, big pillar uh, of our technological stack. Uh, in uh, as additional technologies, uh, we we use uh, internal planet file system. It's uh, IPFS with the uh, IPFS uh, publisher subscriber. Because uh, uh, if we are talking about uh, the blockchain and uh, uh, the distributed ledger technologies uh, in Inside the technology, we can uh, create the global uh, addressing system because uh, the wallet of the uh, in the wallet inside the Ethereum it, it's uh, an address of the human or, or the, the robot inside that uh, global system. But uh, Ethereum wallets makes possible uh, to uh, to put only economical uh, sensitive uh, transactions. I mean, it should be uh, some deal with the money, uh, with the cash flow. But for the light communication channel, uh, we are using the publisher subscriber uh, from uh, IPFS. And uh, inside uh, that light cha cha channel, we are uh, uh, sending the messages, low-cost messages. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't pay for uh, each message, uh, every message what you are sending uh, as uh, in Ethereum blockchain. Um, but you can exchange uh, the information without guarantee that it will be delivered 
but it works well right now. Uh, there is no problem, mm-hmm. uh, and we we are still waiting for the uh, additional technologies like Whisper uh, and uh, some and any technology that makes possible to organize uh, communication with the peering technologies. This is uh, the common uh, technological stack what we are using, and uh, as I told. Uh, for the fast communication, uh, we are using a publisher subscriber in IPFS. It's a pretty same thing as the publisher and subscriber in the robot operating system. Uh, but in the IPFS, uh, we are sending the information about the supply and dem- uh, demands uh, on the market. Like we are creating the global uh, market environment and all robots can propose own supply and demand. And if uh, those uh, description matching, after that, it's going to uh, the smart contract and uh, it's creating the liability smart contract inside the block Ethereum blockchain and robots start working uh, and uh, execute uh, their uh, predefined the <clears throat> ROS back file. The, this is uh, the common uh, description uh, of the w- what we actually do, doing with our uh, technologies. Okay, so let me see if I understand this. If I have two robots who want to who are like both on this market. Uh, they're both running yep. ROS independently yep. and they use IPFS to send low cost messages to describe what their supply and demand needs are. And yes. then if they reach an agreement that one wants to purchase a good or a service from the other, they would then use Ethereum and a smart contract to capture the actual transaction. Yes. That's right. Awesome. So what is it um what is it that your that your project provides? Because all three of these things exist independently, correct? Yeah, uh we are using the all advantages of the uh of uh, whole parts of the technological stack. Because the uh, robot operating system, it's uh, solving uh, the big amount of uh, tasks, and uh, sometimes it, it's really possible to create an autonomous system with a robot operating system. Uh, separately, uh, Ethereum blockchain uh, making the communication between the uh, different participants. Uh, economical communication with the signing of uh, cryptocurrency and uh, IPFS uh, organizing communication and uh, files or data transfer between the participants. Uh, in this, uh, we we are developing the um, additional um, solution for to connect all those things together to wrap it in the single uh, 
everywhere and uh, to put it in the single container and there is a uh, additional ROS topic and uh, some ROS structure what we developed to communicate with the Ethereum blockchain and in the Ethereum blockchain we uh, de developed the set of the smart contracts and uh, we uh, organized uh, this uh, uh, open market uh, mechanism it, we are using a special uh, programming solution we call it uh, lighthouses uh, the lighthouses uh, the, those things of uh, searching uh, the similar uh, supply and demand and match it and put it in the uh, smart contract in the Ethereum blockchain uh, all those things together uh, it's a big set of, of how to uh, synchronize it uh, how to get the information that the uh, smart contracts is done uh, or the execution of the work is finished what type of messages should be inside and uh, what protocol uh, should be used for the communication that's what we are proposing uh, in our project and uh, just uh, several weeks ago we finished uh, the big uh, winter school uh where we showed all those things together and our participants made his own uh economical agents uh for the ethereum blockchain and robot operating system it was really cool you should try it <laughs> <laughs> yeah all of this is open source so anyone can yeah definitely definitely um, we are developing open source solution. Everybody can join us and uh, start uh, creating own project. For example, we have the several partners who are solving um, tasks uh, in uh, environmental monitoring and uh, in uh, uh, cars uh, communication autonomous cars communication control uh, and uh, some uh, uh, as, as I told vending machines and there is uh, a lot of that uh, and uh, right now there we have the good documentation for all uh, uh, those uh, software solution that makes possible to uh, easily launch it and just use it. Can you talk a little bit about um, where you think this is headed and like what timeline you see this happening on? Uh, you, you mean in, in uh, like uh, to, so to first give the, some future uh, overview how, how it will be in, in the future? <laughs> As yeah, as well. why don't you start by talking about um, what kind of the next steps for the project from a developer's point of view are. Um, but I'd also be curious what you see happening like in five or ten years. Uh, okay, uh, the first, uh, this uh, some uh, 
interesting idea in, in, in my sense, of course, uh, that in the future we will have some machines what will be really free. It can be some services or maybe real machines. I don't know. It can be different kind of uh, agents. And uh, the communication between uh, all the system uh, right now going through the uh, channels uh, with the a review from the human side or it's some some service but uh, finally uh, it's uh, it's a human because uh, we we need right now we need uh, uh, some agent what will be um, a, as a guarantee of of the system uh, who are for example in the banking system uh, special guys who are checking your transaction and sometimes they can uh, say just no it's it's a bad transaction and it's a dirty money or something like this uh, but uh, in the future uh, I see that all those things uh, will be automized and uh, right now we are facing with the uh, case when the communication between uh, the different system uh, should be uh, organized uh, with the peering technologies. Uh, for example, right now, uh, if uh, some uh, industrial uh, corporates need to organize uh, the communication between each other they need to make the full integration of the of both system from the both sides and for example uh, somebody use uh, the microsoft solution somebody use the amazon solution some maybe other from the other companies and uh, it means that they should develop some or, or develop some communication uh, wrapper for both sides or uh, the one side should shift to uh, to the first uh, another one technological stack for example both should be on the Microsoft side or both should be Amazon side but in my sense, of course, it's uh, unacceptable because uh, uh, on the global market, everybody can uh, communicate with each other using just money. We have an agreement, we have a we sign a contract, giving the money, and uh, the communication is done. That's all. But the same situation uh, should be with the. Uh, electronic system uh, of the companies or electronic system of the factories because uh, uh, when we will face with the situation when the autonomous tesla trucks uh, will deliver some uh, goods to the uh, um, amazon warehouse 
uh, autonomous warehouse and uh, want to just uh, upload the goods uh, to the warehouse, there is a problem how to uh, give the ownership in that case. In that case, it uh, can be done with the smart contracts, with the peering technologies. No necessary uh, to involve uh, big corporate machines uh, to make uh, such transactions. And uh, in the future, uh, the small uh, <coughs> communication uh, problem with the different system, uh, for example, with the drones, because the drones, uh, it's, uh, I think, in, in the nearest future, something uh, like five or ten years, we will find the solution how to organize the traffic uh, in the air. Uh, and for example, for the planes, right now it's okay. Uh, there is a lot of dispatchers who are talking with the pilots and uh, controlling, checking the um, state of the system, state of the planet and uh, plane and the state uh, of the path of other participants uh, of uh, that uh, field. But with the drones, it's impossible because <laughs> will be much more uh, than planes. And for that case, uh, for, for example, some drones uh, owned by one company and other drones owned by uh, the second company. And there is a, a dispatcher from the third company and uh, there is a lot of different uh, participants uh, on that market like with a taxi service but right now it's made by uber for example uh, but uber uh, they monopolized <laughs> the part of the uh, that field and uh, in some countries there they are not like uh, the situation that's mean in the future it should be done with the peering technologies. When the, when we can see the uh, direct communication between the uh, dispatcher and the drone uh, and maybe dispatcher with uh, some government service uh, which want to, uh, for example, for, forbid the uh, danger zone uh, of the fire or of the wildfire or something like this. And all those uh, different uh, participants and economical agents uh, on the same field where they're playing, and the communication and interaction, economical interaction should be organized on that field. I hope um, there is uh, the good um, example what I gave, and uh, right now it's a little bit more clear uh, how, how it will be <laughs> in my view. <laughs> yeah, um, I have, so I have two follow-up questions, which is one, um, if you were, so if you're an individual human uh, trying to interact with a robot, um, would you still use the same IPFS pub subsystem of like describing your, your demands? Uh, 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 
this is uh, uh, another one question how to uh, interact with the machines because uh, humans need uh, some interfaces uh, but right now it can be done with a smartphone uh, with a simple application or uh, with uh, your uh, hardware uh, key storage if we are talking about the blockchain mm -hmm. uh, communication and there is uh, no problem uh, in that way but uh, there is possible uh, to organize uh, something like uh, what McDonald's, for example, did because they uh, have uh, autonomous kiosks to sell the products. <laughs> this is a, an, another one possibility. But right. of course, uh, in, in, in my mind, uh, there is a the way uh, of creation to of the wearing uh, um, devices uh, what human use will use for communication with the machines and then my my follow-up question um, is that uh, as as the technology stack stands now um, the communication is is over the internet, right? It's all so all of these devices that are on this marketplace need to be Wi-Fi enabled. Is that correct? Uh, of course, if you want to connect your uh, uh, robot or your service or autonomous other one autonomous agent uh, to the global network. Uh, at first, you are using uh, TCP/IP communication. Um, you can uh, organize it uh, over the uh, any technology, uh, wire, wireless, or I don't know, maybe with the light, <laughs> it's possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, uh, at first, it's uh, internet uh, communication layer. Uh, on the background. So do you think that this um, this economic marketplace that involves autonomous agents um, will will make it to parts of the world that are that are lagging in um, that are lagging mm. in internet connection? Uh, or how do you the, see that the... being a factor? Uh, you, you mean if there's some problem with the communication channel? Yes. Right now there is a, uh, yes, it can be. Uh, of course, uh, I think in the future we will find uh, some really good solution for the internet communications. Maybe uh, some reservation with the mesh networks or something like this. Uh, organize uh, the long uh, long distance uh, mesh network uh, but right now there is no problem uh, if you you are losing the internet connection um, with the blockchain communication right there is a no problem uh, they still guarantee that if uh, the transaction was settled uh, 
in the blockchain, it will be delivered to other uh, participants. There is a, as we can see, there is no problem with the blockchain right. technology in that case. But uh, for the light communication, of course, um, the delays and the problem with the internet connection, there is uh, some problem with the uh, working process. Do you have any advice for um, people who want to get involved in this project? Uh, where should they look to? Um, what are some important topics that you should have a background on before getting involved and that kind of thing? Okay. Um, um, my my proposal uh, for the for the listening of that pod, podcast uh, to make uh, self education. This is uh, the first uh, good advice because uh, there is a lot of platforms to, uh, with the, uh, different courses like Coursera, edX, FutureLearn, uh, Udacity, Udemy, uh, a lot of them. And for example, on the edX platform, uh, there is a robot operating system introduction course exists and it's a good start uh, for the working with that uh, technolo technological stack. And uh, there is a blockchain course on the edX exists too <laughs> uh, with the description of the blockchain technologies and uh, how all the uh, peering, peering technology basics uh, are done uh, in, in the blockchain and uh, after that you of course you can join to our our uh, video lectures uh, that published on the youtube uh, i hope there is possible to uh, put the link <laughs> yes definitely inside okay that's cool great well thank you so much Thank you for um, the good conversation. I hope you enjoy uh, our ideas, our ideas, uh, how the all robots will uh, sell and buy the goods <laughs> from itself. And that's all from us for today. As always, there's plenty more episodes on robohub.org forward slash podcast. And if that's not enough, check out our featured articles on robohub.org for even more robot-related news, views, and analyses. And if you've come across an exciting robotic story recently, are keen to hear more about a certain robot-related topic or story, or have a question about something we've covered in the past, we're always happy to hear from our listeners. So get in touch with our president, Audro, at audro.nash at robohub.org. And we'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, goodbye. Robonomics with RoboHub, the podcast for news and views on robotics.